0: If y'all know me at all, you know that I love Diet Coke, and it's only appropriate that I have Diet Coke up here with me. So, um, But, wow, well, that is all I can say. I'm so thankful that you have had a little glimpse of what happens behind those double doors each and every week. Today is all about sharing the heart behind Purpose Kids and why we as a church, we as a staff, we as a kids team feel so strongly about empowering the next generation I wanna start off by giving a huge shout out to the entire kids team. If you serve in Purpose Kids in any sort of way, please stand because I wanna honor you and show this congregation the faces behind this ministry and who makes this ministry possible. Y'all continue to stand. Continue to stand. Also, any if you work security back in our kids, I want you to stand too because you are just as much a part. We have some amazing. Yes, my, my yes. So as you continue to stand, this team is more than just volunteers. They are truly family, and that phrase seems so cliche, but I mean it. We truly share life together each and every week. Celebrations, heartache, good seasons, tough seasons. Lots of prayers have been said because of this faithful team right here. Not only do we pray for each other, but we truly pray for your kids and your families and for them all to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There is nothing more important than we want for our Purpose kids. You guys can be seated. Appreciate you guys so much. One more thank you that they're going to get on to me about, but it's happening. Uh, One more thank you before we get started, and that is to Pastor Dustin and Allie. Um, for being so faithful to God's calling, because without them and taking a huge leap of faith, sorry, without them taking a huge leap of faith in starting Purpose Church, Purpose Kids would definitely not be here. My family's lives, alive with so many other families in this room, would not look the same without that huge leap of faith. And so I truly cannot say thank you enough. <laughs> So when Purpose Church launched, seven core values were created that would define the culture of our church. These values are the changeless core around which our culture revolves. Methods, technologies, seasons may come and go, but these things remain. And we have them on our lobby. This is something we're all passionate about. Jesus is our point. People are our heart. Faith is our reaction. Celebration is our response. Excellence is our ordinary. Generosity is our privilege. And honor is our posture. Purpose Kids took the same approach to developing the next generation. We want to teach them to build their lives around the deep truths of God's Word, but in a way that they can understand at any age. That's why Purpose Kids' core values were created, and the importance of teaching Jesus at their level is so important to us. The Purpose Kids values are five simple truths that we believe that will get our kids started on the path to living with intentionality and conviction. Each week, just like you saw Ms. Lakin being a rock star up here, each week reviewing our Purpose Kids values is one of the first things that we do together. We constantly look for opportunities to teach and reinforce these truths. And I want you to say them all with me again. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. Love Love Jesus. Love Love people. And I will say, I know it seems like that's just something that we don't say, and that's something that we're going to talk about in a minute, but I know um, just recently I saw a parent, they were in the parking lot with VBS, and the little girl was nervous to go in, and and, uh, they were talking about how Jesus told them to be brave, and so they're going in. So these purpose core values really, that's what we're fixing to talk about, but they really do, they really ...mean a lot to these kids too. So one thing that I want to emphasize that while our values are a smaller version... ...the way that we teach about the Holy Spirit isn't. There is no junior Holy Spirit. Just because a child perhaps doesn't have the same capacity of understanding... ...doesn't mean that they can't experience the life-changing power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. He is the same in every believer, not a dumbed-down version or an incomplete spirit... ...that the kids have to grow into... They have the same access to the same spirit that we do. After all, Jesus said himself in Matthew 19, 14, they're going to put it up on the screen for me, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Okay, y'all ready to jump in and hear from somebody else besides me? (laughs) All right. Um, If I knew I wanted to share the heart of this ministry with you today, I knew that it would have to come from some of our selfless people that serve with your kiddos each and every week. Let me introduce you to some of our incredible Purpose C- Team leaders. We have Miss Carol, Miss Bethany, Miss Bailey, and Miss Haley. Yes. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. So, for the first question, we've talked a lot about our core values and how intentional we are with incorporating these within the classroom. Can you share a story or a conversation with a Purpose Kiddo where you have seen these values in action?
1: I'll start first. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Carol. I'm Miss Carol. And I just want to say really quick, we love this woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We love her so much. Wow. you are doing it. <laughs> I just want to say, I have um, really been blessed in this sanctuary. I've been blessed beyond words. Every part of it. Anyway, our our my babies are three that I look after, three years old, and they are amazing. They're not a baby. They're not quite grown up. You know what I mean? They're not quite. They have the attention span of about four seconds. <laughs> and, you know, and so I get these little four-second, five, maybe opportunities. To, you know, to say, all right, how can I incorporate love Jesus? Well, we've got these little, um, in in the, in the room that we're in, a little ice cream cart, a little barbecue pit. And <laughs> so I use every tool that I've got because I've got five seconds with each one of them, you know. And um, so with the little ice cream cart, it's serving yeah. one another. Yeah, serving. Yeah. I begin asking them, ooh, Miss Carol needs, she needs an ice cream today. Miss Carol needs this. Ms. Carol. They get behind there. They start getting out the food. Oh, thank you for serving me. That is so much like Jesus. Why don't you serve one another? Let's serve each other just like Jesus. Or there is the being brave, you know, when somebody throws their toys, you know, because it's invariably going to happen. They're throwing their toys everywhere, <laughs> and toys are everywhere, and it's crazy. And then what we do is when someone gets hit, and somebody's crying, you know, they all come together. They stop what they're doing. They all just don't stay in their little playtime. Stop what they're doing, come together. They stand around and we say a prayer for the the one who's hurt. They do, and they come and they lay their hands while we pray on that. They do it. They lay their hands on one another. And when they're praying, they wait until that person gets the victory before we start playing again. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there you have it in my little, and those are just a couple of our core values being a corporate. You got to use what you got. Just like we do in life, we got to use what we got.
2: Right? Amen. Amen. Use what you got. So um, I am Bethany. I teach in the elementary school classrooms. Um, and as of late, you guys have probably noticed, we separate um, the K through two and the third through fifth a lot of times, so I'm generally in the third through fifth. Um, those kids have my heart. Like, there are children in there that it just, that, and I love each one of them, but there are some of them that you know that they experienced the love of Jesus that they are saved that they have and they have big questions Um, and it's it's a little um, intimidating because I am open and honest with them I tell them look guys Miss Bethany might be almost 30 yeah I know that's kind of old to you but it's really not (laughs) Um, but I I know that you guys see me as a grown-up and an adult and I should have all the answers but I don't have all the answers and we talked about um, actually last I think it was last Sunday Um, I had the opportunity and um, it was such a blessing. I left here feeling so just, my heart was full. Um, We were talking about um, having faith and showing actions, using actions in your faith. And um, we watched our video and we talked about, with the third through fifth graders, I have the opportunity to be able to dig a little bit deeper with them. Um, they have questions. They um, they want to know more. And so after the video and we did our worship, we sat down, and I normally try to find a Bible verse that goes along with whatever we're talking about. Um, and we talked about having action with our faith. And that led into—we got off subject, but that led into salvation. And where does the Holy Spirit come from? When do you get the Holy Spirit? Um, and so I just— felt the nudge to ask one of our older students to, um, I asked you know if anybody had been saved and baptized in the room and one of my oldest kids stood up and said that he had Jesus in his heart. And I said, if it does not make you uncomfortable, I said, would you be brave enough to share your testimony with the younger kiddos? Um, and explain to them you know what that process was like for you. I told them my testimony and what I had gone through as a teenager. And he stood up and he shared his testimony with these kids. And it just, like, I, I um, it really touched my heart that these kids, There, there is no junior Holy Spirit, that um, we have to teach them that they can be brave and that they, it is hard to share our faith with other people, but we have to be brave and show them the love of Jesus because that's what we're called to do. So, um, but I, that one child in particular, whenever he stood up and shared his testimony with these other children, and then he prayed over the class and, um, it, it really was something special. So, um, I, I hope that in my faith, I could be brave enough to stand up and share my testimony with others as well. So they, they teach you so much that you would never think you could learn from a 10 year old child.
3: I'm Bailey, and I coordinate the three-, four-, and five-year-old classrooms. Um, So I see a lot of, he needs to love people. He needs to share his toy, you know. Um, But I also see kids who truly love Jesus. Um, Whenever they asked us to speak on this question, I instantly thought of this one little boy, five years old, and he brings his Bible to church every single Sunday, even before we had the challenge um, to ask kids to do that. And one day, I swear he's going to be a preacher. Um, And he stood up in front of the class, and he was talking about Daniel, and he was talking about Noah, and it was accurate. And I was like, I need to get in my Bible more because a five-year-old is going to call me on my facts, and I'm not going to know them. Um, So it has truly made me realize, like, These kids, I love that we're saying that there is no junior Holy Spirit because we have a front row seat to watch that, and it's just awesome.
4: Okay, my name is Haley. I'm one of the team leads of the three, four, and five-year-olds. Um, you know our preschoolers they don't like to just say the core values they like to shout them very loudly which is which is amazing um when we say these each sunday with the kids we want the them to remember them and to go out into the world and use them with everything that they do we want them to be able to incorporate them inside and outside the church walls um there are so many stories i could tell about seeing them in class using these values and i'm just so proud of every single one of them Um, You know, sometimes kids come in and they're a little nervous to stay, and I get to watch the other kids welcome and comfort them, ask them to play, or tell them it's going to be okay. I can think of one sweet girl in particular. She likes to stand at the door with me and greet all the kids and all the parents as they come in. Um, When she sees someone a little upset, she does not hesitate to go to them. She loves on that friend, plays with them, welcomes them. Love people, be generous. Those are the two values that come to mind when I think of her. And getting to watch her incorporate those are just really special.
0: And I honestly, you're about to hear from that little girl's parents, and that is, I had no idea what Haley was going to say. So the Lord is working today. That's awesome. Um, I know all of our volunteers can agree that one of the most special things about serving the next generation is watching them grow it is such an honor to get a front row seat, just like Bailey said, to see Jesus mold them into incredible young followers of him. One of our Purpose Kids event that we host over the summer is the Purpose Kids Conference, exclusively for Purpose Kids that are in first through fifth grade. This event is so special because we truly dive deeper into scripture, worship, and their spiritual gifts through breakout sessions. So right now, I am going to invite some kiddos that, in, that attended PK conference. Come on up, guys. That attended PK conference, and they took a kid-friendly spiritual gifts test to help them discover what gifts God gives them. So I'm going to ask you all real quick. Okay. What's your name, ma'am? Conley. Yes. What is your spiritual gift? <laughs> your spiritual gift? Yeah. Okay, so what can you do with that teaching spiritual gift at Purpose Church? I can
3: teach others to follow Jesus and just they may look up to other people like me and they will see how good of a job that I could be doing and they want to be teaching like me.
0: Yeah, there you go. Good job. Good job. All right. Stella Wilson, what was your spiritual gift? Individualizing. And what can you do with that at the Purpose Church when you grow up? Um, I can tell people about God. You could almost be like a kids director, couldn't you? Yeah. All right. That's my little girl if you don't know that. That's fine. Um, all right. Abel in the stable is what I call you. Okay. What is your spiritual gift? Y'all get ready for this one. Pastor. So, are you thinking you're going to be the pastor of this church one day?
4: Probably. Yeah. I
0: love it. All right. Brayden, what is your spiritual gift? What was your spiritual gift that you found out?
3: Exercising faith. And
0: what can you do with exercising faith?
3: Be on the prayer team, pray with others, and help others. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right, Andrew, which is one of my fifth graders that are leaving. This is their last Sunday. I um, just That's the youth team right there. They're excited. I'm I'm sad. Okay, Andrew, what was your spiritual gift?
5: Serving. And what can you do
0: at Purpose Church with that spiritual gift?
5: I would love to be on the production team.
0: Oh, there you go. All right, Miss Cooper, what was your spiritual gift? Leading. And what could you do with leading? I could set a good example for others. Absolutely! All right, Miss Kendall. Okay, we got Miss Kendall, who's also leaving and going to the youth group. Okay, what was your spiritual gift, sister? Teaching. And what could you do at Purpose Church with teaching?
5: Leader crew, kids, or youth. Yeah, there you go. Y'all can be
0: seated. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> That was so much fun. We Katie Sibbles is actually the one that led that breakout session, and it was so cool just to see, like, the kids learning, like, I could do that. I could do that at Purpose Church and then actually apply that to, like, the Greek team or apply that to Pastor Dustin or apply that to the youth group. And so we really try. We are very intentional with that because we don't want them to just grow and then leave. We want them to grow and know their gifts and what God has called them to do. So one more question for our amazing volunteers. I would love to hear from each of you how you have personally been impacted or grown as you've served in Purpose Kids.
3: Um, so I always love these opportunities to talk about God's faithfulness in my life um, because I lived a whole nother life. Um, I call it the BCB, Before Christ Bailey. Um, but there are kids in here, and I... God laid something else on my heart. Um, So how I've been changed recently in classes is just my faith in God. Um, There are days where the kids are a little crazy, um, and I feel like there's no way that they've learned anything and that I've gotten anything out. Um, And then later that evening, somebody's mom will send me a video of them reciting the Bible verse. So I'm just reminded, like, it's not me doing it. It's God. And so who am I to think that my teaching is more powerful than the Holy Spirit? You know, so even through the chaos, he's working in those kids. And that's just something like this summer, my husband was jobless. We were homeless. I found out I was pregnant. And I'm just chilling because I know that God is faithful and that we can trust him.
4: So i knew when i started coming to purpose about three years ago that i wanted to get involved and served and i knew instantly that it would be in purpose kids um, i went through next and i was placed on the preschool team as an assistant and i thought this is great for me i can help the teacher as needed i don't have to teach the lesson i can love on some kids all is good well then i was asked to teach and then to lead When I think back now, I think about how silly I was to think God wasn't going to use me in something that I'm passionate about. Purpose Kids is just a part of my life now. These kids are so special to me, and I love them like I love my own kids. Stepping out of my comfort zone into this calling, I have witnessed Jesus change my life, and for the first time in a very, very long time, I feel at peace. I want to read a verse that is special to me because I have seen God's goodness, and I have seen his promises fulfilled in my life. It's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus.
1: You know, I want to say that working with these kids has made me go deeper. Yeah. Go deeper. Yeah. Go deeper in commitment. Go deeper into serving them. Go deeper when I don't even, when I get up and, you know, we all have weird mornings. We have great mornings. When I get up and you come, no matter what, and you get here and it's hard, maybe only a two hours sleep, something weird going on, and you get here and you get here and God shows up every time. It's just like church, it's the same thing. God just keeps showing up. And you, sometimes when I have less, I feel like I have less, that's when there's even more. Because that's what God does. He multiplies whatever you have. He's always in the multiplying. It's changed me because watching them, watching them uh, minister to me and minister to one another, You know, loving one another, caring for one another, and and, and being a blessing and learning and receiving, having a hard time sometimes, but it's okay, because that's what we all do when we have a hard time. I know it's very simplistic what I'm sharing, but that's really what I feel, and I just thank the Lord for just... Herb's kids having the opportunity. And I'm telling, I'm going to say, if I may say this, if anybody feels a sense to be a part of this, to be a committed part of this, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. It will change your life. Just step up
2: and do it. Okay? Okay. Amen. I liked that innocent plug for for PK kids, the surf team. Um, So I did not realize this. I had no idea what uh, Haley was actually gonna say, but our stories are very similar um, in how we kind of got into Purpose Kids. Um, The very first day that I attended Purpose Church, for those of you who've been here long enough to remember um, the one-year celebration, that was my first day walking into Purpose Church. Um, I grew up Southern Baptist. So, um, whenever I walked into Purpose Church, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) There was like confetti stuff hanging everywhere. And I'm like, okay. And you know, everywhere you go, somebody's like, good morning, high five, you know, trying to give you a hug. And I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? Um, but you know, we, and I took, I took the kids with me and I remember the very first day walking my kids into Purpose Kids, um, at the middle school. I could tell that there was something different about it. Um, that, you know, I, I went and sat through the service and I went to pick the kids up and, um, they both had had an awesome time and I actually accidentally put my son in um, the elementary class and he was only five I think at that time four maybe he was like mom you put me in the wrong class but he had a good time anyways Um, (laughs) but they were excited they were excited and they wanted to go back next Sunday and so we we continued going and i knew uh, teaching has always been a part of who i am Um, i thought that i wanted to teach um, as a high school uh, teacher in college and i ended up changing my mind but teaching has always been a part of me Um, i love guiding others i love teaching others i love seeing that light bulb moment um, whenever the kids you know figure out what's going on and they understand so um, i knew that i wanted to be a part of it fast forward through COVID and everything am i still I think that one died. Fast forward through COVID and everything. Um, we came came back to Purpose and I decided that I was gonna join the serve team. I went through next and um, I wasn't really for sure where I wanted to be, where, where God was gonna place me. And I ended up going to Purpose Kids. And I got put in as an assistant, much like Haley. And I was like, this is great. I was like, I can go in there, I can help out, but I'm not responsible for anything. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, just just i'm just a helper um and something happened one sunday and the teacher wasn't there so guess who got to be the teacher me um but i fell in love with it these kids especially this age group um the there's something special about the elementary school kids because they're reaching they're starting to reach that age of accountability and like i talked about earlier they have so many questions and it's it's a challenge for me as well because they may ask me a question that i don't know the answer to and i'm transparent with them they those kids over there can tell you that miss bethany says if i don't know the answer i'll go find miss kaylee miss kaylee doesn't know the answer she'll go find pastor dustin if he doesn't know the answer we're going to find somebody that does we're going to get you an answer to this question um, that you have about god so i think what what i have seen in myself is that even though I am hesitant and I kind of, I tend to pull back from God. I'm like, "Eh, are you sure you wanna use me for that God? Um, That if you will step into what he is calling you to do, that it will be the biggest blessing on your life. Um, Even though it's scary, even though, um, and that's where it comes back to our Purpose Kids core values, they can be used in our everyday lives because being brave as an adult is hard. (laughs) Um, so, and I see these kids exhibit these Purpose Kids Core Values every Sunday, um, and just seeing them being able to exhibit those makes me feel, um, like as an adult that it, that we can do it too, even though when it's hard, and it helps us to be an example for them, so. Yeah.
0: Give it up for one more time for our volunteers, our amazing volunteers. Our heart is not only to see your kids and our volunteers spiritually grow, but we are also here to partner with each of you parents and guardians as you raise these amazing kids. We want you to know that you are doing a great job. You're doing a great job. I know it's hard. I got two kids. It's hard sometimes. (laughs) Um, We don't want you to be, we don't have to be the perfect parent, but just the best parent that you can be. We love the time that we get here with them at church and it's very important to us, but the time in your four walls of your home, in your family unit, is more important. We know Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9 says, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your heart. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates. God is clearly saying how important the family and home and what the family does inside the home is to him. We want to equip the next families of our church to carry over the conversations from Purpose Kids into your home. That's why we are so passionate about giving away Bibles here at this church. If we have a first-timer come, first that comes or anybody we, we do challenges throughout the months, we want to make sure every kiddo has a Bible so that you can continue those conversations at home because the cool thing about our Bibles is it goes along with our curriculum. And so there's apps and there's stories, so exactly what they learned about in class— you can carry on and do devotions and read bible stories together and i looked back at our amazon account from april 2022 we've given away 147 bibles to purpose kids So that is definitely something to celebrate, and that is because of your generosity that we have been able to give these Bibles to these kids. Um, I'm fixing to land the plane over here, but before I do, we have two more special guests that I want to introduce. At this time, Cabot and Morgan Sibyls. If you will make your way up here. Oh, you're already here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I am going to introduce you guys. This is Morgan and Cabot Sibyls. Like I said, they've been attending Purpose Church for a while now. So I'll hand the microphone over if you will tell us a little bit about yourself. And then just how, since you've attended Purpose Church, how has Purpose Kids come in your home?
5: Okay. So like she said, um, my name is Morgan Sibyls and this is my husband Cabot. Um, We've been married for six years. And we have three beautiful kiddos. Um, one is turns five tomorrow, Emerson, she's our oldest. Um, and then we have Blakeland who's adopted, and she's two. Um, and then we have our um, surprise blessing, Owen. Um, he just turned one, um, and that's a story all in itself. Um, the doctors actually gave us 2% chance to ever get pregnant again. And so um, when we adopted, we were not expecting at all to get pregnant. And here's our little blessing. And so we know he's a gift from God, and he's here for a purpose. Um, we actually started attending a year ago this month, um, and it was kind of our easy choice. Um, I can, like, have it tell you a little
6: bit about. Yeah, so whenever we, we lived in Nashville for the first year or so of our marriage, and when we moved back home, the church was just getting kind of in the talking stages. Um, Katie, my sister-in-law, and my brother, they were all in the planning stages, and it was not... We decided we didn't want the easy choice for us when we moved back home. Um, You know, we could go to where our family was. You know, her family was at other churches as well. But we wanted to establish something in our home and listen to where God wanted us to be. Because we're in different seasons of what our family may be in. So, in our lives, we need to establish, okay, where is the Lord calling us to raise our kids? Um, So, when we moved back, we started at a different church and... About a year ago, we felt the Lord say, okay, it's time to, it's time to do something different. We actually did church at home through a, another pastor for a while till we really felt the Lord lead us to purpose. And we came here, and the kids fell in love with it. Um, Emerson, our oldest, was ready to come back the next day, and we were like, well, we got to wait a few days before we can come back. But um, it was the, the waiting for what the Lord had called us to do, and in the right time, um, it worked out for us and our family to where we could be here and be around our family, but also know that this is where the Lord is going to pour into us and our kids. Um, and at the level that they pour into them in the Purpose Kids area, we've seen tremendous growth in our kids. Um, and just they want to pray. Um, Blakeland, who was adopted, just she doesn't have um, the language that a lot of kids her age may have but we'll ask her to pray and she'll just ramble for 15 minutes at night. We don't have a clue what she's saying until she says amen, but we, we take it and we know that she's being poured into um, at her level and she's wanting to express that. So um, I'll let Morgan tell a little bit more.
5: Um, so every Sunday after we get done with church, um, the kiddos pile in the car and most of the time one's crying for some reason or another and um, we always ask Emerson, we're like, Emerson, what did you learn at church today? And here we go. So it's, it's a whole big story, and she's always like, Miss Bailey or Miss Haley or Miss Rachel taught me this, and this is our Bible verse, and Mom, you'll never believe this. And she goes into a huge story about what happened at church, and, and that's the thing. We talk about it all week long. You know she she doesn't stop talking about it. If you know Emerson, she's never met a stranger, um, and she she loves people big and the fact that she is coming back home and telling me, hey mom, we learned this today and hey can we can we do this or hey I forgot my Bible uh, we're gonna have to go back home. Well honey we don't have time to go back home because we're running late anyways because we have three kids, but we're always like we'll find we we'll, we always keep the Bible in the car now so the Bible stays her this one Bible stays in the car so she can take it and. Um, it's just a blessing as a parent to be able to say, hey, you know, my kid wants to be at church. Um, there's not many kids, um, and nowadays even teenagers that wanna be in church. So the fact that our kids are begging to be back at church is huge. Um, Blakelyn, I, I kinda wanna talk to the parents whose kids are struggling. Um, Blakelyn, bless her heart, she is attached to our hips. Um, she is, just through the adoption and everything else, um, she, she attaches to people, and when she does, she attaches hard. Um, and so the first several weeks, and actually I think it's more like months, <laughs> um, she, going back to Purpose Kids was a disaster. And um, every Sunday it was a full-fledged scream bloody murder. So if you ever hear a kid scream bloody murder, it's probably mine. <laughs> um, but she did not want to go. And kick, scream, threw fit, had it the worst time. Um, Purpose came... Purpose Kids team had gathered around us and wanted to make sure that she felt welcomed and that she felt secure in coming back there. Um, So every Sunday um, they work with her and they work with me because it's important as parents to be poured into. Um, we, We need that as much as our kids do, us as parents need it as well. And so having to constantly go back and pick up your kid, that becomes a nightmare because you don't get anything out of the service. Um, so they rallied around us, and we have got to the point now that she will still scream bloody murder, but it's only for two seconds, and when I drop her off, and then she is happy and loves being in there. Um, she actually came home a couple of Sundays ago, and, you know, we sing songs around the house or whatever, but this one we don't sing very often, and she came home, and I'm sitting in the kitchen, and, um, I was baking, and she was this little eye of mine, which if you know her her um words she doesn't get a lot of words out and if she does you have no idea what they're saying because she's two but you heard exactly those lyrics and that's telling right there y'all the the teachers and the team are pouring into our kids um I mean we try hard as parents at home but you know we're not everything you know they've got to learn outside of the walls too you know how to love Jesus and how to be poured into um and so it's just a blessing to see that um My grandfather actually passed away in March, Um, and it was very hard for our family. And um, Purpose Kids team, um, Emerson and him were extremely close. Um, It it tore her to pieces, and um, she had a lot of questions, a lot of what, you know, what's heaven like, and actually we laugh about it now. but she was terrified to become a Christian because she said, "I'll die immediately," you know, because he because we told him, you know, like you know he he's a Christian, he's you know he's saved. Well, you know, well he's gonna go to heaven, you know, everything's gonna be good. And um, she's like, "But, mommy, I don't want to become a Christian. I don't want to die." And we're like, "Baby, we're not dying tomorrow. Well, technically, we could, but you know, like we've got time, baby." And I said, "It's okay." And um, the team, um, Haley and Bailey and um, several of them, Rachel. They have gathered around her, and um, they actually got her a book um, that talks about heaven and on her level. And um, if she's having a bad week or something, I, I've gotten text messages from her leaders. Hey, we noticed Emerson's having a rough day today. How's she doing this week? Um, they care. They truly care. Um, and that's huge, y'all, um, to have people care about your kids. Um, and want to know and say, hey, we're praying for Emerson this week. Or, hey, you know, we're praying for Blakeland this week. Or, you know, I haven't even talked about Owen, but, you know, he's one. He, he smiles big. If you see him, he's got the biggest smile on his face always. And he loves just being cuddled back there. That's his favorite thing. Um, but, you know, they, they truly love your kids. And um, we were talking about praying, and he mentioned Blakeland praying at night. That's a big thing for our family. We do not go to bed until our family is prayed. Um, and, and I encourage you Parents. Um, pray with your kids, read the Bible with your kids. Um, let them see you pray with your kid or pray and read the Bible on your own time too. Um, these kids, they learn from you. Um, so if they see you doing it, they want to do it. Um, and how that's teaching them, you know, this is important. This is how you get close to God. Um, and so I just encourage you, just take that time. I mean, Emerson, when she was three years old. She will drop you to your knees, y'all. Um, her prayer is sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a kid prayers, like you know, God, thank you for this day, you know. But that's powerful too, you know. But I have seen her um, pray for 10 minutes at a time, you know, about anything and everything. Um, we have actually gone through some health issues, and she's, mommy, we 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 pray over you right now that you will be touched and healed, y'all. My three-year-old um was praying these big prayers and it's just it's powerful what purpose kids teaches and what we teach at home that they go together um and so we truly encourage you as parents to get on board (laughs) um if you have the hard kid that won't go back keep going they're going to work with you i promise um because now we get poured into and and that's just as important as our kids getting poured into
6: yeah so um just to kind of Close up our part of the conversation here. Um, I'll talk about Owen a little bit. Um, he's he's the one year old that looks like a three year old. Um, if you've ever seen him, he's our football player, as as we like to say. Um, but and then Emerson, um, she her birthday's tomorrow. This year she asked for a Bible for her birthday gift. Um, so we did. We got her one with her name on it. It had to be in this certain format. Like Emerson's very detailed. Um so she did she got a Bible with her name on it. She can't read it yet. We're working on that. But uh but she wanted it so she would have it. And and I, I thank you all for talking with them, pouring into them. Um just it's been a blessing just to see our kids and so we we thank you all and we encourage everyone, just put your kids in something with purpose kids. Um Get close with a leader or something that's going to pour into you and update you on your kid. Um, They're there for you, and we greatly appreciate it.
0: I'm going to actually ask Kevin to pray for us. Um, But this is nothing on my script, but just like we've gotten really close with Morgan and Cabot and a lot of our parents we are close with and we all walk through seasons. We all walk through different things. And that's one of the things that we talk about as a kids team all the time is we have no idea what these kids are walking through when they come in the building. But one of our biggest goals is for them to feel safe and to feel loved with no judgment. And so I just want you to know that we are all always here for you guys as parents because we are parents ourselves know that it's hard and we don't want you to ever struggle or have things that you go through alone Um, even if you don't know me if you never have met me I'm, I will talk to a stranger. You can uh, it's easily, and that's a lot of our team, but I don't, that's the importance of crews, and I wasn't even planning on talking about crews, but just the importance of being with other people who can help you walk through things, because we don't ever want you to face anything alone, because that's all the enemy wants, is for you to think that you're alone and you don't have anybody um, to go through life with. So I will ask Cabot to pray for us, and then we will hear from Pastor Dustin.
6: All right, thank you. Let's pray, guys. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Um, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to be a part of Purpose Church. And we thank you for the opportunity that Purpose Kids has to pour into our children, Lord. Father, we just pray that you just bless this team of volunteers, the workers, the staff, Lord. Um, We just thank you for them. And we just give you the honor and praise for all that they do for us, for our kids. And Lord, we just ask that you would just have your hand on them and let that ministry continue just to grow. Um, and just continue to be world changers for the years to come as the kids grow up in it as as our own kids grow up lord that they would just learn the the values that are so important that they would just learn about you and we just pray for salvation of the kids that are back there father god that you would just work in their hearts um when that time comes for each of them lord that that they know they've been given the biblical truths that They've been given the Holy Spirit, the, the facts, the, what your word says, Lord. And we just pray that you just continue just to bless that staff and that team, Lord. And be with Pastor Dustin and Allie and the whole staff here at Purpose Church as they um, steward and just lead that ministry well. Um, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to be a part of it. And we just ask all this in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
7: Well, come on. Can we give it up for our kids' team today so far? Yeah. I love that. I, I wanted to just share just a quick snippet, and we're going to have one more song, and we're going to party on the way out in a second. But I, I just want to share with you that I, as I read through the Bible a lot, uh, trying to just obviously study and things like that, I, I'm reminded I just saw the other day as I was reading in the Old Testament that God is referred to as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. right? And, I, and actually, I went and looked it up, it's 12 times in the Bible that the Bible mentions that God, Jehovah God that we serve, is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I got to thinking about that, and I got to thinking, okay, why didn't he just say he's the God of Abraham? You know, why didn't he just say he's the God of Isaac? Why didn't he just say he's the God of Jacob? And I got to thinking, you know why? It's because we serve a generational God. And uh, I I think that's the thing about today, that's the thing about our church that we're going to be about, is the next generation, because we serve a generational God. Now, again, I want us to understand that our faith Is not going to save our kids, right? But our faith can encourage our kids. Our faith can challenge our kids. Our faith can be an example for our kids. And then, listen, I just believe that the church and our families can be some of the biggest cheerleaders or the biggest hindrances to what God wants to do in their lives. And I just want to challenge all the church across this room right now that's watching online, that's listening on the podcast. We're going to be a church about the next generation that we have an honor and a privilege of being able to come alongside and believing and speaking into, because the world will want to name them something else, but we just know the name that God has put on them, that they are chosen, that God has a plan for them, and we're going to do whatever it takes as a church to invest in that, to give towards that, to believe in that. And so one more time, can we just let our kids know how much we love them, how much we believe God loves them? I love it so much. There's another story in the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 18, and it's a, it's a guy by the name of Absalom. Anybody remember the guy named David in the Bible? Anybody remember him? He had a son named Absalom, and the Bible says that Absalom didn't have any sons, and so he built a monument for himself, named it after himself in 1 Samuel 18, verse 18, because he had no sons. And I just came to remind our church today, Purpose Church, we are not going to be an Absalom type church. That we're not going to build a statue or a monument for ourselves and not have any sons and daughters that are behind us. No, we're going to be a church that invests in the next generation, that prays for the next generation, that believes in the next generation. And again, when the world may say something about them, we're going to declare God's word over their life and we're going to be passionate about that. And so I'm actually going to do something right now uh, normally we'd be given an altar call and a uh, uh, an ability and a chance to respond to the gospel and here's my heart for you is today if you need Jesus and you walked in this place and man you've been searching for hope and you've been searching for I hope that you would see faces of kids that have been changed by Jesus and that would draw you into him That you would know that that hope is available for you. And so here in just a second, at, at the end of the experience, we're going to do it different than we ever have. But at the end of the experience, I'll be hanging out right over here in just a few minutes. If you need Jesus in your life, I would love to invite you today to make the decision that so many of these kiddos have made. And so many of them have made the decision. They're going to be going even public with their faith in a few weeks on August 27th when we have Baptism Sunday. And If that's something that you need, if you need a relationship with Christ, we would love nothing more than you walk out of here on PK Takeover Sunday and you're like a new kid on the inside because you've given your life to Jesus.